Oh my god! From the top, from the top. All right, let me know when you're ready. I'm already going. Oh, because this is what happens in Miami when you've been podcasting for 24 hours. And this is going to be episode 94. This is from Shrooms to Skyrim with Matthew and Hiram, the show neither about shrooms nor about Skyrim. Those are just the motherfucking parameters. I'm your host, Matthew, the Bob Bambino, the Bake Man, Cake Man. Got Hiram here. Final hour. The blockbuster guy. Busting on your block. Final two hours, sir. This is going to be a long one. No, it's going to be a quick one. No, it's going to be a long one. That's right. That's right. I'm challenging your authority. <laughs> Respect my authority. Dude, we have been going hard in the paint. Super hard. Super hard in the paint all day. And uh, all of our hardness is sponsored by <laughs> Sandbar <laughs> in Coconut Grove, home of the motherfucking fish taco, Taco Tuesdays, Whiskey Wednesdays. Trivia Night Thursdays, Karaoke Fridays, and The Last Carrot at 3133 Grand Avenue. They're open Monday through Saturday, 10.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. And Sundays from 11 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Family-owned, fresh, wholesome eats since 1975. The Last Carrot. Look, this is, you've been in Miami for 24 hours. It's 4 a.m. 4 a.m. Uh, I'm not going to post this episode till next week, though. We've been uh, busting them out. It's 4 a.m. I must be lonely. Uh, we just watched the um, the finale. I got it before 3 a.m., okay? 2.57, six episode. I, I had it. We watched it. Uh, well, I watched 25 minutes of yeah, it. Yeah, as, as you guys can see, those of you who are watching on, on YouTube, Hiram is like half uh, erect. What? <laughs> I'm fully erect. <laughs> you should see Deadpool underneath. Hey, buddy. Hey, How you doing? Hey, buddy. Is there, yeah. is there penetration going on? Yes, sir. Uh, Dude, it's been um fucking missed you, bro. I missed you too, bro. It's been a hell of a day. Um, you had fun today? I had a... Uh, I had... I had a good time. I definitely had a good time. Here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, Why is that for sure? Because even a human life, even if you lived the longest human life expectancy, it's not a long time. Why? You just got, like, deep? Philosophical out of nowhere. Ask Deadpool how deep I am. 
He knows. He feels every every bit of that deepness. What are you doing over there? I feel like uh, I'm being set up for something. You, I can't. I. What am I gonna set up for? Like that's already it. I can't top the topper. Okay. So we have a lot to talk about. Uh, first, I do want to say. Um, what do you want to say? Those of you listening, mm-hmm. those of you watching, um, mm-hmm. enjoying the podcast. Hopefully, what? What the fuck are you doing with your fucking freaky ass feet? Just move that out of the way. I can't see your face. You got a giant Galactus. Oh yeah, I do got a lot going on over here now. Um, well, I can't. I, I don't. It's actually. I'm actually glad that Galactus is blocking my train of thought. Why? Because you can't see my my eye line. Because you're just doing a bunch of fucking weird shit over there. It's fucking four o'clock in the morning, and I've been going hard in the paint for twenty four hours. Going hard in the paint. Hard in the paint, and now I'm hard in Deadpool. (laughs) Hard in the bull. Fully erect. (laughs) <laughs> in Deadpool um, Okay and Anybody that's <laughs> Anybody that's still willing And watching after, after that uh, Display of um, pro, pro, uh, pro clock What? Well, I, um, oh here we go I was you're gonna say In your vocabulary <laughs> I, I was gonna say provocativeness But then I was like should I say Pro Proclivity. Proclivity. I don't know what proclivity. Fuck an A. I said the word correctly (laughs) the first time, and then you tried to say it, and now I can't say it. Well, because when you said it correctly, it was just a fucking fluke. You don't know the word. Proclivity. That's the second time I've said it correctly. What does it mean? Uh, I know that's what you're looking up, you little piece of caca. (laughs) Why am I... No, okay, that's, I'm not, I wasn't, no, that's just, a proclivity is just a tendency to choose or do something uh, regular, regularly, Tell a, me this an inclination sound, or a predisposition toward a particular, particular thing. Tell me yeah, this doesn't sound you, like you, you're, you're just being, proclivity? I mean, it's got the, the, it, the you know, the procla, no, not really. <laughs> and it's off the rails again. You're, you're just being uh, provocative and very untoward. Oh. Okay, let me finish what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Fucking like, share, and subscribe, goddammit. That's what I'm trying to fucking say. Uh, the people that drop a comment, um, you know, uh, I, you know, respond to the comments like Apple Podcasts. Uh, and I say Apple Podcasts because I see the stats, so I know. It goes like right now. It goes Apple Podcasts uh, pro, are to make up the majority of our downloads. Then Alexa, I actually like that Alexa's gone to number two because, like, the reason I like that when I see that because, um, like that means someone said Alexa play from Shrooms to Skyrim, whatever you know what I'm saying with Matthew and Hira. That's like when I see when I see an Alexa download. Mm-hmm. Cause that means like like to me that really feels like you know not just okay I'm gonna look at this later like that feels like a intent to listen in the present you know what I'm saying in the moment but yeah um you know uh 
you know that that would really help us out. We're really trying to, uh, you know, boost the numbers, move the chains. Um, and so we're trying to get famous people. Help us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um. Fucking. (laughs) So Hiram can fucking uh quit his job and come down more often to pod from from the country. I mean, don't you want to see me laying like this? All of the time, America. Huh? Look at me. It looks pretty cool on screen. I have to say. <laughs> I'm feeling myself in this position. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I feel like I'm pretty creepy sitting like this. It's pretty... It's pretty inviting, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you this this position right here has fully justified uh, Carlos's song about you. This is the album art for Carlos. For Carlos, First of all, for Carlos, you about. and Carlos are rocking child predator mustaches, <laughs> and you're talking to me about the song is justified. You and Carlos look like you went and kidnapped a bunch of children across the Midwest. You look like, just like in Carlos' song, that you, you went into a bunch of uh, child bedrooms and, and stole the animals to live with like that. This stuff. <laughs> Took this one from little Nikki. This one's from Michelle. Let's not forget Breeze. <laughs> oh my God. This is not what we came here to do. This is not what we came here to do. <laughs> um uh we're gonna fucking review um a bunch of shit. Miss Marvel, the boys, Stranger Things, Kenobi. Um Kenobi. And then I'm gonna fucking take you back to the airport. Yes, you are. I'm going to take my first class seat. So, yeah, Miss Marvel. Okay. We just watched the season finale. We did. Of Miss Marvel. And let let me tell you something. Uh, something. Miss Marvel. Easy. Nine out of ten. Yeah, I'm not. Easy. I I think this is. It's too easy. Nine out of ten. I think this is going to be one of the ones that we agree with here. Um, I have to tell you that, and, and you know, you could go back and listen on the show. I Before the show came out, this was one of the shows I was not, I was like, ah, eh, I don't know the character. I could, you know, I don't know how her storyline fits in. I didn't even really like the Captain Marvel movie all that much. Right? That was all right, but it wasn't like my favorite Marvel movie. Yo, this um, is super random. Mm-hmm. Uh, lukewarm take, unpopular opinion. Mm-hmm. The Black Widow movie is actually a good movie. It's better than Miss Marvel. No, Miss. Wait, better than Captain Marvel? Yeah, 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 yeah. Captain Marvel. Sorry. Uh, Captain Marvel was good. It is, but I think the Black Widow movie was better. Yeah. The thing with Black Widow is it had uh, a questionable plot armor fall scene. And a highly, highly questionable uh, 
green screen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had a couple of those. And combining that green screen moment with some highly questionable acting in that moment. Other than that, it was a good movie because I rewatched it recently. And it's a good movie. Um, You know who's great in that? Who? Hopper. Yeah, love Hopper. Uh, The character, though, he's all right. But right. I, Hopper is good. Yeah. Yeah. But, but that, like, the... Family Diamond, the Black Widow is a good movie. Yeah, it was great. And I mean, um, it, was, it was good. Yeah, so Miss Marvel before it even came out was uh, the naysayers were out for her. Yeah, I mean, I, I I wasn't I wasn't out for her. Hold on one second. Let me let me adjust myself here. Oh, oh boy. Oh no, it's okay. Don't worry about it. I got, I got it. I got it. Oh, uh oh, I lost one. Get over here, little Sarlax. Um, and uh, what's her name? Um, let me let me tell you something. Uh, Iman, Iman. Vellani. Vel- uh, yeah, that's uh, Miss Yo, Marvel. she is fucking incredible. She was great. And yo, I've I feel like this is uh, you know, like she's a a little bit older than at the time, but I feel like Miss Marvel is her Millie Bobby Brown Stranger Things moment. Oh yeah! Like uh, I saw her. Oh, I just happened. Uh, Kylie Comedy Central on uh-huh. running a lot. She's for, on Comedy this, Central. No, just for fucking South Park and shit. Oh, and she was on Trevor Noah, the Trevor Noah show. Oh, okay. And bro, she's just so fucking uh, genuine, charismatic, funny, awesome. Oh well, I mean, dude, I she she did a phenomenal job with the show um no i just mean like her yeah the, her the personality. actor like she is like she she's she's gonna do a lot of things for sure um she fucking killed it as miss marvel yeah. um yeah so right out the gate um and you know aside from the character so the inhumans in the mcu mm-hmm. uh they've had there was supposed to be Inhumans movie at one point. Turned into okay. a TV show. The, you know, and it, the Inhumans uh, past and future is uh, questionable, questionable, uncertain. at best. And Miss Marvel in the comics being an Inhuman. Uh, and now they, oh. and now before they introduce the Inhumans, they introduce Miss Marvel. So it's like, okay, how are we going to approach this? And um, aside from that, uh, different power set yeah so trailers came out and comments were flooded with uh green lantern green lantern green lantern green lantern right Mm -hmm. which i'll say just based on the trailer was fair it was it had very kaka green lantern vibes to it with a c Uh, initially and you know i i like um when trailers don't... Uh, oh, I thought you were going to say Green Lantern, and I was like, stop your fucking lies. Nobody likes that piece of shit movie. Not even Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> uh, I like when trailers don't um, give away the... What's it called? Give away the goose? Give away the... I don't know. When they don't fucking... You know, I, I, the goose. I, I, I like that. Um, But yeah, like when, you know, a trailer... Not showing, just you know, 
that's something like when you all when when you've already seen it in the trailer, yeah, then it doesn't hit the same, right? And so I think I think they took a risk, you know, based on watching the six episodes, they knew where they were going with this. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sure they had fucking meetings. Like, okay, this is how it's gonna look initially with this hard light, right? And I would say that gamble paid off because, you know, for me, it I got zero problems with that. I think it's fucking awesome, and it was super fucking cool. Um, it looked super fucking cool. Um, yo, that moment when because uh, Miss Marvel, um, she's. It's more complicated than saying she's uh, stretchy, like Mister Fantastic or Plastic Man. Right. Um, it's a it's a more complicated word for it, and and it's, it's like to some degree, like she can change all the molecules of her body, and they may you know shape shift in the density, something like it's a little bit more complicated right. than elasticity. But you know she's. Um, Matter of fact, I think there's a poster around here somewhere where she's she's you know will out, will fucking stretch and be like fucking like three stories tall. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I always thought that was cool in the comics when I seen when I seen um the way because she's a she's a brawler type character, um and she uses that power set uh a lot differently than you see like Mister Fantastic use his stretchy powers. You know what I'm saying? Right. You see her arm stretching. And then her fist is, uh, you know, like five and, times the size of yeah, yeah. And she's fucking, you know, she's a brawler. She's smashing through shit. <laughs> so yo, that moment when she was like in Biggin, and yo, like they they really pulled off the power set. And her MCU power set is just super fucking cool. Um, clearly there's fucking more. Uh, coming. So yeah, to be discovered with. Uh, the bracelet, um, or bangle, which, uh, her grandmother Aisha, from the great grandmother, great grandmother Aisha from the Nor, Nor dimension apparently, when they found in the temple, and apparently there's two of these bangles. First of all, right. Um, and again, there's that word, dimension. Yeah, I'm 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 a I'm gonna get to that. But they found Aisha found the bangle on a blue arm. Mm-hmm. So instantly you Cree. think of Cree. So obviously there's a lot more to leading up to. There's a lot of things uh left. Well that perfectly ties into obviously Captain Marvel. Yeah. Maybe you know. I mean, you know, you know, you know. With Marvel, you don't know right. where the misdirections, what direction the misdirections are even coming from. Oh, <laughs> what direction the misdirections are coming from? I like that. And um, the thing I'll say was lacking was the clandestines. Yeah, clandestines, gin. What are, you no, know? What are, like, well, well, just them themselves. Mm-hmm. What they were doing and what they ended up doing uh, is not very compelling. Kind of fell flat. Um, it's still very curious. 
you know, because we're waiting for that inhuman word to drop, especially at the end when Bruno's talking about her genetics. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's even so, different from the rest of your family. It's like a mutation. And it's like, okay, like fucking trigger warning. You know what I'm saying? Is this like a, obviously everyone's waiting for the other shoe to drop. For the X-Men? X-Men. That's what I said. But I think you're right. I'm wrong. And, bro, like, with all this time, multiverse, dimensions, they're really, because, you know, it's going to take a seismic shift to be like, okay, mutants in the MCU, right? Based <laughs> on, because the, the How do you wor- get there, right? The world that we were introduced to with the Hulk and Iron Man movies right. didn't have mutants. Uh-uh. And you can't just uh, retroactively place them. So they're definitely taking their time and mixing the pot a lot before we get to that point. And, um, but yeah, Miss Marvel, uh, the damage control angle was cool. Yeah. Um, you know, here's the thing. It's a really good show. Yo, the soundtrack was banging the intro sequences um, the art, it was super vibrant. It's super fun to watch. Very creative. Here's the thing. People are still going to hate on it. And um, honestly, if if you if you hate on it without giving a chance or even looking at it a certain way, I really think you need to take a look at yourself. And cause here's the thing. Uh, Spider-Man. MCU isn't perfect. There's a lot of things juvenile about it. Okay. But, um, you know, I'm bald, so I can't even say, like, he looks like me. You know what I'm saying? But he used to look like me. And we all know what it is. Okay. Is people people hating on the brown skin and the girl aspect. Those are the two main things. Can I I just interject here real quick? Yeah. Uh, So... This is actually the first Marvel property that's come out where, like, that character was not even remotely around when I was a kid. This is a character that yeah, was created like, this I, is like I was already an adult. 2010. Right. So I don't know. I don't know a lot about the character. And I was not. I was genuinely not interested in, in watching the show. But, of course, I was going to watch the show, right, because that's what we do. Right, and so I was like, "All right, I'm gonna give the show a shot." Um, I didn't think it was gonna be good. I saw the trailer. I thought the trailer was like, "Eh." I I fell in love with it. Off, I told you, I told you off the first episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I was, I was like, I was wrong. I was like, this show is cool. I can tell this show is gonna be cool. I like it. I like the girl. Right, uh, Iman, she was killing it. Um, you know, I, the casting was great. I love her mom. Yeah. Well, well, here's the thing. I love her mom and her dad, but this is what I love. I think this is the thing that I loved about the show. And when we were watching the behind the scene thing, right? And I was like, oh, woman director. That explains it. I was like, one of the driving forces behind this show is its family. Is this girl's family. And like, I don't have any link to this culture, right? Of like, I mean, I have you know, Pakistani friends. Yeah. But like, I don't have any direct link to the culture, right? Like, 
I don't understand some of the cultural references, but I get that they're making the cultural references and that they're significant enough to be made, right? This show did a phenomenal job of, one, introducing the character to somebody like myself who doesn't really know the character, right? Making me emotionally invested in that character, right? And then on top of that, the world building that it did around the character, like the support that the character has, was phenomenal, I thought. And just the personal aspect of the family and also the 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 familial relationships they used as a real world commentary. Let me tell you, I had never heard of uh partition before. Okay? And yo, this show is just so multifaceted. And and and, and here's the thing. I actually um uh uh and 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 first with a young Pakistani girl mm-hmm. and I just happened to be having a conversation with her when like Miss Marvel was uh, like midway through mm-hmm. and you bro you don't even realize like how much this show personally means to her just like the character you know that's part of the the story is like oh uh brown girls from jersey aren't you know superheroes right it's like people are looking at this show and it it's the same thing oh it and I, I get it if it, it means so much to her and you know the the details and um the the traditions and and the history and all the like the uh Oh, and I, I, I've been. What did they, they call it on the show? Her cousins in A B C D A A A B C D American a, a, Amer- American born, born confused, confused Desi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, I mean, it's it's a yo. So I, I've been on Reddit a lot, and people are going on and on about Reddit about how uh, about the accuracy of so many things. They're like, yo, it's the same thing with my cousins. It's the same thing with the relationship with me and my mom. And right. just that and the third. Uh this show, honestly, I I'm not I'm not taking a stab at anybody. And obviously look, they're different cultures, right? And it's easy to say that they're, you know, you could just lump them in together because they're, you know, listen, I'm a I'm brown. Okay. But because they're brown, you could just lump in like the entire Middle East is the entire Middle East, and it's not, right? Like, Egypt is different than uh, Pakistani and uh, Palestinian and, you know, uh, you know, Saudi Arabian. Like, it's different cultures, right? Got a lot of shared history, but, like, different cultures. Um, you, you know, know like- there was a lot of talk about how, like, Moon Knight was going to be doing, like, this really great thing with, like, Egyptian culture and, like, got to be honest, that kind of fell flat. And well, yeah, I, some of it well, seemed I, a little cheesy. Well, I think a lot of things about moon knight fell flat but but it wasn't just moon knight but we did see the 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 shardy the the scarlet scarab oh yeah and and you know she you know because he was british or american or whichever you know he's american initially right. his but yeah she's the one that's actually egyptian but um this show more than th- that or the dc you know the first thing horrible. i think of is uh shang chi Mm. Why do you think it's Shang Chi? 
Um, cause, I could have said Black Panther. Well, yeah, what I was gonna I would say Black Panther next, but Shang, like Shang Chi was a a foray into a different genre, i.e. uh Chinese martial arts. Right? Yeah, I, yeah, but and, I don't think any of those I don't think any of those I don't think any of those movies get made if Black Panther doesn't do as well as No, no, did. no. No, you you're you're 100% right, but that's not what I'm saying. I'm, I'm just saying the ability to it's more than just a cookie cutter uh superhero mo- movie uh you know, palette switching. Right. You know what I'm saying to the like the you know like this movie has some Bollywood legends in it, which I'm not personally familiar with. I'm but either. when I was on on Reddit, um, the guy that was the leader of the Red Dagger and her great grandmother Aisha, uh, yeah, her great grandmother Aisha, and um, it was funny that by end, the way, Smoke Show, Smoke Show, you love saying smoke that Smoke Show. Oh my God, Aisha can come and ruin all of the roses in my garden. Okay, she is hot. Yeah, <laughs> I I, re- I thought it was really funny the in universe reference to Kingo and and Kingo Senior. Where? Oh my God, you 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 probably fell asleep during that part of Eternals. Uh oh, yeah, I hated Eternals. Uh, on the plane when he's talking about like how how the one ask him like how have you stayed in the public eye, and people not question your immortality. Oh uh, yeah yeah yeah. yeah and he's yeah, like yeah. oh like. You know, the it's, king it's of the me. first, and then the second, <laughs> and then the third. Yeah. And so that's funny to like keep the the joke going, where because it's the same person, but it's like, oh, you know, mom has a crush on Kingo Senior. Like, oh, like Kingo uh, looks way better. You know what I'm saying? But it's the, the same the person. Same it's, it's funny. It's fun. Um, yeah, dude, Miss Marvel is an amazing show. Show super vibrant, a fucking excellent addition to I, Phase Four. So, uh, excellent addition to Marvel, just in general, man. Honestly, I, I I'm so impressed by how well that and, show was. And here's the thing: I'm not making this up because I I see it a lot about people complaining about um the influx of women superheroes. So fucking annoying. And you know, like so, you know, like it's so annoying, dude. It's, it's like it's like supposedly like the thing that makes uh, America great is the melting pot. You know what I'm saying? But as soon as as soon as it gets stark in, like they're just know, getting woke, they're just being woke. You like, oh god, it's so annoying. Yeah, like I don't. Even, it it's. It's it's, 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 it's it's stupid, dude. It's super annoying. And then the the thing that gets me is when people are arguing against uh, like what the comics should be, <laughs> and then they don't realize that's actually, and you know, like how many people are fucking against uh, J- the Jane Foster as the Mighty Thor, right? When that's literally a fucking comic run, right? Right, like that's literally being ripped r- right out of the comic book. And that really uh, sums up the like the type of people that make those arguments are the ones that uh, you know they read the headline and they don't actually you know <laughs> even read the article type shit. Um, so uh, the origin of the bangle. Um, so the post credit scene, Miss Marvel. Um, you know, at first when it was doing something, I thought it was a beacon. And like Shang Chi, yeah, right. And um, so that that was a super cool. First of all, first of all, 
DC. That's how you do a fucking end of season cameo. Okay, Brie Larson was actually there. Okay, she, like she wasn't like in the closet uh, with the shadow over her face. You know, a, a standing. <laughs> Brie Larson was really there. She even had spoken lines. That's how you do a fucking cameo. Well, I mean, Ezra Miller had spoken lines. I mean, they had to pull him from a bar in Hawaii. No, but that, that, like, <laughs> um, that that was a uh, like if, if you're not familiar with Miss Marvel uh, power set, when like she first yeah, uh, went through the Terra Genesis. Um, she had like initially, cause like she can control the molecules of her body or whatever the fuck, and she had initially, like, shape shifted into her idol Captain Marvel, before, uh, but yeah, so that was that was like a cool uh, Easter egg, you know what I'm saying? Right. And um, I I you know maybe the the bangles and the uh, you see the bangles and it just. It reminds me of the eighties. Why was that? Is that an eighties? So there's thing? a song by the Bengals. Walk like an Egyptian. You've heard that song, right? Please tell me you've heard that song. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm gonna throw myself off a bridge if you haven't heard that song. Uh, listen, it, they did a really good job again. Um, so, sorry. Uh, so no, I had a I I forgot the name of something. Um, so they're. Just fucking with you. So they're popping up, you know, around the same time in phase four, these artifacts. Um, mm-hmm. The bangle, which came from uh, the blue arm in the ruins. And then the ten rings, mm-hmm. which Shang-Chi's father had for centuries. Millennia, I think. Right. He had it for a long time. Whatever yeah. it was, he had it for a long time. Um, so either way, both of their origins are old. And with the hard light aspect, there could be a Phaistos connection. Eternals. Mm. The the builder guy. Yeah. But people are saying that because the, the Ten Rings are historically, uh, I believe, Macluin in origin. You know, Fen Fein Fung. What the fuck are you? I, I, that is, that's new to me. I don't know what You don't that know Fen Fein Fung? No, what is that? They're the, so, so the Macluins are a race of space dragons. Oh, okay. Yes, I do know. Fen, I do know. Fen, yes. Fen Fein Fung. By the way, uh, you see them in you see one of them in uh, Thor. You don't know that he, that was a gold dragon. We don't know is it see see all I know, the I guess all you're the, right, the yeah. I mean to me that looked I I don't know like I was I was skim when the credits were going I was looking at all the the god credits mm-hmm. and because it was like this god or this god or this that like that's something like like I said like. Thor, Love, and Thunder, there's a lot of details, a lot of Easter eggs to unpack there. Yeah. Got to see who's who. We don't know for sure. Um, I don't know. I, I, the, the gold dragon, that, that seemed like raw to me. 
The Maybe. gold dragon? Yeah. No, absolutely Is, isn't not. Isn't Ra a gold dragon? No, absolutely not. Ra's the, the eye, the all-seeing eye. That you see the Egyptian all-seeing eye? That's Ra. That's a symbol of Ra. The sun disk, it would also be Ra. <clears throat> um, and, but you know that the Ten Rings in the MCU also use some sort of... It's not like hard light, but it is, you know... It, they do light up and do. They do. We're stuff. not sure what they do. Um, so, well, let's 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 get to let's get to something here because we got a lot to go through, and I don't want to get bogged down with Miss Marvel. Um, but it is something that I do want to just kind of hint on again, where we were talking earlier about the Phase Four and people complaining about Phase Four, um, not having a direction, if. You're complaining about Phase Four not having a direction. You're not paying attention to what's actually going on. You're still yeah. you're looking you're looking for stuff that was going on in Phase One through Three, and you're not paying attention to Phase Four. And Phase Four has really been about different realms, different dimension, and introducing different forms of magic. Oh, and also also the reason I'm I'm thinking of Shang Chi in association with uh. Miss Marvel is because uh, both Shang-Chi's mother, mm-hmm. uh, Ying Li, and Kamala's great-grandmother Aisha? are both from, yeah, Aisha, or? are both from different dimensions. Oh, okay, yeah. So it's, 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 there's, there's a, a clear running theme here. And I think, by the way, this gives a lot more, I don't want to say it's like your like you're the, but you've won the, you're the one that's been talking about it on the show the most theory of like what they're setting up is is probably going to be the big baddie is probably going to be one of the darker more demon-esque gods or um um what is what a nightmare or mephistos you know Cathon, right? One of those. That's that's some of that is some of that is being clearly set up right now. You know what I'm saying? And like I, I think you're right on that. I think. I, oh shit, that hurt. <laughs> you all right? Yeah. Um, I think I think that uh, I think that. Ow, sorry. Uh, I lost track. I lost my track of thought. <laughs> hit my not so funny bone. Um, the. The plan, I think, the plan is to bring that, flesh that out more, right? For throughout another one or two more phases until we get a whole new Avenger squad, you know, to fight off whatever impending magical evil. Because I think that's the thing that's ha- that's going to happen, as opposed to like Thanos, that was like a big physical fight, right? I'm sure there's going to be a big physical fight, but it seems like there's a lot of magic and power like powerful creatures there's a lot of artifacts appearing yeah. the ebony blade um the ebony blade that's speak, another speaking one. of blade uh you know more rumors are coming out about the what blade is gonna look like and what the underworld is gonna look like and the tone of that is supposed to be very dark very gothic uh it got pushed back again though fans are not happy about that well, you know i've been hearing things about uh 
I don't want to say mistreating, like underpaying and overworking VFX studios and that they're a horrible client. I don't know if, if there's any credence to those claims. But I, I just been, you know. To who? What What do you mean? Wait, wait. The Marvel's being. Yeah, uh, like, yeah like there's, like I don't know. I, I didn't I didn't hear what, I didn't, I didn't catch what you said. Like though. apparently there's like people coming forward that are like, oh, like Marvel is. I, I keep seeing the term tightening the purse strings and overworking VFX studios. Apparently, they're a horrible, horrible client. But like I said, I've seen that. I could see that. But I don't know if there's any. Well, they got, they've, they're getting backlash. They're getting backlash right now for the whole thing that happened that, that's happened with, uh, with uh, She-Hulk. Where, like, they made the VFX studios made her one way. And Marvel came back and was like, "Nope, nope, you're gonna have to go back and you're gonna have to redo it. We don't, we don't want her to, we don't want her to be that big. We don't want her to look like that. This is how we want her to look." And so, like they, they kind of had like, if you, you know, I, I don't know, like whose fault that would be. Like, I don't have all the. Information. I mean, I, th- I don't know, I don't know whose fault but like, that is. But like, but like, people are saying that the pattern, and again, like I have no idea who really is to blame. Uh. But it's like they're like re- the reason things like Black Widow and like She Hulk are happening is because Marvel is whatever. But I like this is like Disney and billion dollar company. Like I don't really I don't really understand like why they want to be paying for and getting the best of the best. And well, uh, companies like, are inherently cheap, man. Yeah, yeah. It, I, you I, know, I, I, I there's get a that bottom too. line. You know, there's a budget. And so if they know? are being fucking cheap, then stop being fucking cheap. Yeah, it's, you're it's a twenty-four have, billion dollar franchise, guys. Like you just <laughs> seriously, and bro, like Sandman and Spider-Man No Way Home fucking annoyed the shit out of me. And No Way Home is now the highest-grossing movie of all time. That's like, bro, y'all should have shelled out fucking ten million more dollars to get fucking Sandman looking crispy. Like, what the fuck? So it is, you know, it's like, and if they can fucking uh do the put out high def Star Wars, you know what I'm saying, on Disney Plus. Yeah. Like Black Widow should have been fixed by now when you go watch it on Disney Plus. It should be fucking fixed. <laughs> There's no reason, okay? Well. And, you know, once the movie's released, the movie's released. I mean, you know, it's very rare that they're going to go back and fix the movie. <sighs> See, if they fix that though, it they want to get backlash. It would it would be positive right. feedback. Um random loose threads okay. right now in the MCU just aside from uh so we just saw Uh, the Necro Sword, mm-hmm. the All Black, correct. What's the loose? We thread? saw the the symbiotes, or not the symbiotes, the well, the the Clintar. We don't know what the full story is yet, right? In the in in uh in the MCU, but dude, it's coming, dude. Here's the thing: don't forget. Piece of the Venom symbiote left at the end of No Way Home. Remember? That's correct. And Hive Mind. And. Okay. We saw uh, more celestial shit in Thor Love and Thunder. Mm -hmm. 
remember uh the Eternals were taken by uh what's his face? Star Fox? No. The 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 celestial it starts with A, I forget his name. Oh, Ash Ash uh, Ashran Ash Ash um Ash Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Guardians of the Galaxy movie coming up. Uh you think it's the final Guardians movie, or you think it's the final for this crew? This crew, I I feel like I feel I feel like I heard Dave Bautista's done or the director's done. Well, Chris Chris Pratt, I think is I I think they're all. You know, I heard that Chris Hemsworth was and and T Dubs was surprised when they saw the first time they saw Thor will return was when they watched it at the premiere. The way the one at the end at the end of Love and Thunder. Uh-huh. They didn't know it was going to say Thor will return. Oh. Uh, yeah, w- well. But, yeah, and there's still the Adam Warlock back uh, from I mean, Guardians Jesus. 2. No, Guardians 1, they mentioned Adam Warlock. Was that one? That's one. At the That's the Easter egg in one where he's right. where you see him in the – or not the Easter egg, but the, the last um, – the credit scene, one of the, the, the credit scenes. As far as space shit, um, the Ten Rings Beacon. Don't know who is calling. McLuhan's. McLemore. Nobody knows. <laughs> Macaless. Um Let's finish it off so that we can move on to the next topic. Uh, there's still rumors swirling of Thunderbolts movie. Oh, that's, I mean, that's not a rumor. I'm pretty sure that's happening. Valentina, there's the U.S. agent in play. There's the abomination is in play. Yeah. Uh, then there's the whole Sharon Carter thing from uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Don't know what she's up to. Oh, yeah. I don't really like that part of it, of the show. And uh, White Vision is somewhere out there in the world. Yeah. Never, we have not heard of White Vision in a hot minute, and I'm wondering what's going on with that. So, but I'm sure all of that will obviously come back to play. She'll she'll have to kill him again. <laughs> Sorry, it's probably bad. I shouldn't have said that. Um, what's next on the agenda to talk about? Damn, that was fucking 46 minutes. Yeah, I told you it was going to be a long one. Yeah, you're right. Uh. Can we talk Obi-Wan? Because that's really what I want to talk about. Yeah. All right, let's talk Obi-Wan. It was cool for me. Um, I felt a little to no emotional value. It was cool, though. I got Really? Yeah, I got no complaints. But I got no praises to sing, really. It was was some cool moments. I couldn't disagree with you more. Uh, I, I, I loved it. Uh, I loved what I what I really loved about it was Ewan McGregor's acting in it. I thought was great throughout the whole thing. Um, the pacing of the show, yeah, you there were some things. Just seeing him on screen is a pleasure. Yeah. Uh, there were some things. As Kenobi, that, yeah, there were some things that were, um, you know, like extra fat, right? Because now we have a six-hour TV show that we have to do, as opposed to like we could have trimmed this. That could have been like a legit two and a half hour, three hour like Star Wars movie, and then that we could have called it a day. You know what I'm saying? Like, but 
I I I I lo- I I love the show. Um, I love the character. I love the way that they brought the character back. I'm gonna tell you right now. Disney has done some. I mean, just the fucking three. the The three movies were dog shit. I mean, the the the. Uh, and again it's nothing on the actors i'm not like blaming the actors or whatever like i don't think it's their fault i saw there was no vision of like a coherency in those three movies of where the storyline should have been um they just basically like tried to reboot the franchise and it didn't look good uh the i loved i loved like the the fact that like what disney has done with vader they have not that like even though they fucked up like a lot of stuff, they have done Vader justice every single time that they've brought him on screen. You know, seeing him on screen, a character made in seventies. Uh yeah, yeah. And first of all, props uh to George Lucas for the design. That fucking samurai helmet. Yeah. Back with the fucking triangle mouth. It's just yo, first of all, I I think the classic stormtrooper helmet is one of the most original and cool looking things ever. But they can't hit shit because they can't see those eyes. No, are but just like just but just like when you look at that helmet. Oh. You know, like the top is a helmet, like the front, you know, like just that. It's so cool to me. And so seeing Vader on screen now and them not um, changing or updating the look. You don't need to. It's terrifying. So first of all, something like that is something that does more than stand the test of time. But they take the fucking details, the fucking glossiness of the the collarbone piece, and you know this he had the reflective the, he shine has, he of has the some helmet, more green lights going, the you know showing flames in the helmet. They so they take the details they can showcase to the max to get the most menace out of it. When when they when they show him and when, without changing it, right? It's incredible, right? Well, it's such a cool look, but with showing him for what, like, episode two, at the very end of episode two, when uh, uh, she tells him that uh, Anakin Skywalker still, she tells Obi-Wan Kenobi that Anakin Skywalker is still alive, and Obi-Wan realizes it, and, like, you, like, when he realizes it, Vader, they cut to Vader, right, in the tub, right? In the tank. Yeah. And he opens his eyes and you just see that face and you're like, oh, what the, right? It's just, it's real quick and it's creepy and you're like, oh my God, that's crazy. And then the next episode, episode three, they show him being put together. They show like his arm being yeah. put in and his leg being put in. Dude. And then he just walks on screen and, comm- I mean, and this is Vader. This is like top dog Vader, right? Like this is like. It's been 10 years since he killed those kids. <laughs> he is he is he's the most 
outside. Oh yeah, if if Vader was in Thor: Love and Thunder, <laughs> them kids wasn't getting rescued. No, those kids were not getting rescued. They was going to Valhalla. <laughs> That's right. Um, he, they, I mean, phenomenal. Episode four was it? Episode four, episode five, when he grabs the the starship out of the sky and brings crazy. it down with no. I mean, just it wasn't even. It wasn't even like it was like hard for him to do. I like how they got his ass with the decoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that you know, Obi Wan set him up for that because he knew he was going to do that. Um, I love, I love the fact that you know we heard, and it was true. We heard that this that Obi Wan was going to be more of like Logan, right? And I was like, what do they mean by it's going to be more like Logan? Like they took the character from anguish. To acceptance. Well, the Ben, the Ben Kenobi we see in the original trilogy. I think what I think what what they meant by that was that like in the beginning of Logan and in the beginning of Obi Wan, of Obi Wan, the characters are are still dealing with post traumatic stress. Like Obi Wan is a military veteran. Like you can see, he's living in a cave, dude. He has a, a quiet job. Obviously, he's doing that on purpose, right? But, like, he's he's cut himself off completely from the Force, right? He hasn't used the Force in a long time. Jedi can do that, right? I know that some people are like, I don't understand that. Uh, Jedi can cut themselves off from the Force, right? It's something that they can choose to do. Um, he cuts himself completely off from the Force, um, and he's dealing with the loss of his best friend, right? He's dealing with a loss of losing a war that he should have won rightfully, right? I mean, he's the Republic is now as everything that he thought was going to happen, the exact opposite of it, the betrayal of all of it, right? Uh, and he's a broken person. He's a literal, literal broken person at the beginning of Obi Wan, and that fight scene at the end with Anakin or with Vader. Right where he he comes up and he you know he does a, that that nasty move where he gives Vader the the head gash, right? Yeah, and and he sees he sees his face and he says Anakin, right? That scene was so beautifully acted because what he's doing there is he's getting over. He's literally putting the past behind him by apologizing to his friend, even though. He doesn't know if his friend is even in there anymore, but he knows that he has to get it out in order to move forward. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's, it's. I I, I thought I I absolutely loved it. I'm gonna tell you this, and I think people are gonna be surprised. I don't want a season two. Yeah, it's I, like I, that. And if they and if they give me a season two, if they give me a season two, Vader can't be involved. Like, him and Vader can't meet again. It's like... You know what I'm saying? You know, doing a season two, like, when the... Like, you know, supposedly this was supposed to be a trilogy. But to me, it's right. like getting water from a stone. It's like, how much wiggle room do you right. really have there? Well, it was supposed to be a trilogy before they made it into a show. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay, okay, yes. It's like, anything beyond this, because this shows uh and i won't even say like it's a perfect uh like puzzle piece fit right 
But it's like, why is Leia, Princess Leia, aware of Ben Kenobi right. to know, to ask him for help in her most uh, dire moment? Well, one of the questions about uh, the new trilogy was, why would Leia... Like, we don't know that... We never knew that Leia had a relationship with Obi-Wan, right? So why would Leia name her child Ben when she never met Ben... You know what I'm saying? Like it, right? The, it, but this adds to that. Like now you know why she asked him for help. Now you know why she named her child Ben. Yeah. Right. Because she she did have a relationship with him. We just didn't know that. Right. They kind of retrocon that. They fit. You know. They they went back and fixed that. Um, here's the thing though, and the reason why I say that I will I don't want a season two, and if there is a season two, him and Vader can't meet is because if you do that, then you're kind of fucking with some of the dialogue that took place in the first, in the, in the, and in, in you, what, what we call it now. I don't think there's enough wiggle home. room. It's like trying to get water from a yeah, stone. Yeah, you know, because one, they say like, oh, in, in New Hope, they're like, oh, he surely, Kenobi must be dead by now, right? Like they think he's so old that he should have died, right? Well, it's been 10 years since you last saw him, right? And this Okay, and now you're saying it's it's a what? It's another like ten years, right? What are they in their er, like late teens, early twenties? When, yeah, yeah, when yeah. you know, so like, and then Vader says, Vader says, uh, when I left you, I was but the student. Now I'm the master. Well, I don't know. No, the the way Kenobi ended. Uh, yeah. Oh no. He's still. He's he still did. He still. did take Vader to school. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'm just gonna say it right now. Kenobi is not the most powerful Jedi. He's not. He is the best Jedi. I like how they waited till the end of the show for him to say hello there. <laughs> uh, Worth it. You want to know lukewarm take? Give me your lukewarm take. You want to know what I would like for them to go find uh some wiggle room to get water from a stone at mm -hmm. which i'm sure there is somewhere in mm -hmm. the fucking seven seasons i would like a fucking live action clone wars with hayden christensen oh that's never gonna happen but that's what i want yeah that's never gonna happen but there, that's what i want Hayden christensen's too old to do that now He's a, Anakin Skywalker's a teenager during the Clone Wars, and Lucasfilm is and, I mean, Hayden Christensen has, is forty and years Lucas old. Lucasfilm is the uh, <laughs> foremost uh, industrial light CGI, magic. <laughs> you know, people. Yeah, listen, I I, I get it, but but I, that's what I want. Okay, well, you're not gonna get that. You're not gonna get that. What you are gonna get is a Bad Batch season two, so you should be. And happy I want about that, that too. <laughs> you're gonna get uh, Ahsoka live action, which I heard Hayden Christensen Soka is coming to back me, baby. for. So, which I don't know. That's going to be interesting. To I can't see. wait to see how they close the Ezra Miller chapter and what happens with the time travel, and for them to finally retcon the garbage ass new trilogy. You could easily <laughs> retcon the garbage ass new trilogy with the world between worlds. We already know that time travel is possible in Star Wars. They add it's it's part of canon, right? Ezra Miller did it. He saved Ahsoka from fighting Vader, right? Vader was gonna kill Ahsoka, 
and he saves her. So, like, I mean, you can retrocon it that way, I guess, but I don't know. I, who knows? I, I, I loved Kenobi. I want to get back to Vader. The thing that I loved was that Vader was fucking badass from the second you see him, okay, till right at the last fight scene, right? There's no question that Vader is, like, the most powerful Jedi or the most powerful force wielder out there, okay, besides maybe Palpatine, right? He's whooping Obi-Wan's ass, right? He dragged him through the fire, right? He, he you know... He's way more powerful than he is until he's not. Until Obi-Wan then, like, reconnects with the Force. And then once Obi-Wan reconnects with the Force and his absolute trust in the Force, he just demolishes Vader once that happens, dude. And that fucking scene where he says, you, where he he says, uh, Anakin Skywalker is not your failure, right? And he's like, I killed Anakin Skywalker. Uh, that that shit, that that had me, bro. That had me. The, the that talking, kind of further the, uh, the, the, sets and differentiates the between the personas of Vader and Anakin. And it also sets up anakin well obi-wan kenobi tells luke skywalker that vader Vader killed his father well that's i mean he's vader said it like like vader is the one that told him i I saw a meme with the speech bubble and he's like what that's what he told me (laughs) (laughs) uh it's it's uh i thought i thought it was a i think deborah chow killed it uh with the way that she ended up telling the story as a whole but again i could have seen that as a two and a half hour movie as opposed to like a six hour show but i was happy that they gave me a six hour show because i got six hours of obi-wan kenobi yeah you ready to wrap things up uh boys season three uh look i'm just gonna say um DC was easily outdoing Marvel in the field of, like, edgy, dark stuff. You know, Peacemaker. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for shame, it's like they got fucking showed up, okay? You want edginess? You want to fucking walk the line? And, bro, the the boys has showed up to – the f- two of the two biggest uh comic and um movie comic adaption you know powerhouses in the world uh, dude they went from season one uh breakout shock value season two for me was kind of made you look look season one i give it eight out of ten season two six out of ten season three nine out of ten it up to annie i fucking love it even more than season one uh, the like nu- the nuance of the too. character development, um, the fucking the bl- the bloodiness and the gore, but it it's not boring. They fucking they 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 keep it fresh and they fucking uh rip human beings to shreds in new ways. Like when A Train fucking dragged uh Blue Hawk, um, 
just the fucking the edginess and the fucking social commentary uh you know saying shit without saying it um you know very fucking well done all the way around I think Anthony Starr's performance as Homelander. Yeah, super psychological. He, you know, so his, good. His, uh, his psychopathic acting yeah. is on level with the fucking uh, great, um, help me out, Norman Osborn. Uh, oh, uh, uh, oh, shit. Um, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Okay, Anthony Starr is just fucking scary. He's fucking terrifying. And the boys, and I'm sure they save a lot of money too, they fucking set this fucking terrifying precedent and you don't actually see Homelander do that. Like he just walks into a room and walks out. But the whole time you're like, you feel the care like he could fucking and quicker than the blink of an eye fucking kill everyone here yeah you know what i'm saying and they don't even have to fucking show him do it it's it's they they use it so measuredly right and it's fucking brilliant it's you know just the fucking terrifying suspense that you're just wading through the entire show um, the deep is a fucking uh riot. He's fucking octopuses. Uh, he's getting blowjobs from and octopuses. you know, there's there's so many angles. You know, his, his uh the lady that was his wife, and she's fucking nasty. And then he tried. He's trying to. He's tired of being out from under her thumb. And she's like, "Well, fuck you." Then you know, he's just a fucking sniveling pussy all by himself. Who? His wife. The deep. Yeah, the deep. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with what she was trying to do. She's not like mean or anything. She's trying to set him up. No, but she's she's nasty, and he's Wait. nasty. Like yeah, they, I, you know, they deserve each other, and they don't deserve each other. Like they're both nasty people, the characters. <laughs> um, the he fucked the octopus. That was wild. That was so wild. Uh, Ashley, her character. Like there's so yeah, there's so much nuanced character development across the board. Super interesting. Um, a train, you know, we see him go from fucking straight up murderer, and to now he's on the receiving end. Yeah, of, but he's uh, still a fucking cop out. No, but this shit is interesting. All these, these, all these fucking complex characters. Nothing's cut and dry. It's fucking brilliant storytelling. It's brilliant writing, and then out of yeah. nowhere, like Homelander will just fucking milk a cow and start drinking out the bucket. The boys is a fucking riot, and I love it. Yeah, uh, I loved it too. I love this season. Um, Stranger Things season four, fucking top notch again. Uh, uh, one of the things that I was glad that they did this season is we got a lot less Mike Wheeler um, than we have. I missed Mike. Here's the thing: the kids' acting has become annoying. And I know that that's mean for me to say because he's going through the weird, awkward teenager phase right now. And I, I probably, and he might not even be, a, I mean, I guess he's still probably a teenager. Uh, but uh, but he's, he, he's a little bit annoying. It's a little bit annoying. Um, but I, I, I love this season. I love this season. I really did. I, I, you know, obviously everybody knows Eddie, right? No, you know, justice for Eddie um and uh chrissy that was a big one but 
You know who was my hero this season? Who? My hero this season? Um, the What's this guy's name? The the bald guy. Murray? Murray. Murray was my fucking hero this season. Dude, I loved Murray. I love Murray. Mur- Murray fucking killed it this season. Um, the, the way to tell the story. It's good to see some bald representation. The way they told the story, the way that they told that backstory for uh, uh, Vecna was really fucking cool. Vecna is a super mid C-tier villain. C-tier. What? Vecna, Love the way they told the backstory. Vecna is so mid. What? C-tier. I don't give two shits about him. I don't even know what to tell you, bro. He's creepy. Creepy looking. The no penis thing fucking the, we- weirds me out. The origin I is love the, bland. What? What do you mean the origin is bland? He And, you know, from a kid, he's bearing this grudge against his parents that never, you know... Like, like, like at least have him be like in a fucking orphanage or go through some trauma or some shit. No, he's just a little fucking psychopath and he plays with spiders. And then this or he was the first he's number one and the mind powers uh, came from him. There was no catalyst. No. No, didn't like that. Okay. Okay. Well, I disagree with you. Season four of Stranger Things is phenomenal. Vecna is not. Okay. Well, I disagree with you, but we'll we'll move on because we, we're running. We're, what time is it? Just out of curiosity, what time is it actually? 519. Oh, we got time. But I'm tired. Um, Vecna's just a big uh, ugly boog- booger. You're a big ugly with booger. With no real character motivations yeah they're gonna kill steve and i'm gonna cry i don't know because they had the the thing the duffer brothers were like hey this is not westeros right this is hawkins they're gonna kill steve (laughs) um switching switching they were gonna kill him anyway in season one were they yeah, he was never supposed to be. First of all, he was supposed to be a bad guy on the show. Oh yeah, but he's he's too. But but they saw the chemistry. They started like watching the dailies. They saw the chemistry. They liked the guy, right? And so at the end, not only does he not is he not the bad guy, right? But he's actually the hero because he comes back to the mall to pick them up. Remember? Want to see a bad guy? Oh yeah. I'm never gonna see another bad guy like this. Okay. I oh, was speaking of which, switch gears real quick. Just because I'm not going to, you know, he's leaving. Mm-hmm. Gonna, and this is current. I just saw this today. So, um, Jill Biden apparently made some uh, comments about uh, your, your your community. Jill Biden? Yeah, the first lady. Yeah, about my community? What, yeah. with the Cubans? Community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. <laughs> so, uh, the Bogodas? 
Yeah, the Bogotas. No one's the, talking about that. The Bogotas? She's getting backlash for comparing uh, Hispanic people to breakfast tacos. How does that make you feel? Uh, I, here's what I'm going to tell you. And uh, I have breakfast tacos every fucking morning. Like, I would say... I would say that in a seven in a seven week period, I would or in a seven day week, okay, I have breakfast tacos at least. What goes into a breakfast taco? Depends. That's the great thing about the breakfast taco, right? So basically, so the breakfast, you are so you are diverse like a breakfast taco. I am diverse like a breakfast taco. Here's what I've done: I've taken the beauty of the breakfast taco, and the beauty of the American breakfast, and combined the two. So like in California, in California, usually like breakfast burrito, it has like avocado, beans, uh, uh, you know, like maybe a pro, like you know, like a ham or a turkey or maybe some steak or some chicken, right? And then eggs and cheese, right? And then some sauce, like some pico de gallo, right? Um, I am officially hungry. Yeah, it's it's so am I, um, and. That's where I learned to eat the breakfast burrito is California. Okay. But I'm not mad that she said that. Like, I mean, what, dude, honestly. I'm more mad that she said. Uh, I'm more mad that she said. What did she say? Bodegas? No, she no. like Bodega. Bodegas. Yes. Bodegas. <laughs> uh, that's more upsetting. <laughs> like, nobody was like. Uh, that's very Jill, upsetting. Jill, come here. It's called Bodegas, right? Like, you know. Uh, People need to chill. On the other side of the coin, what we don't know, something we don't know that mm-hmm. we that was said, but we don't know what was said mm-hmm. in Thor: Love and Thunder. Okay, when Jane Foster whispers in Thor's ear, this at the end of the movie, her catchphrase. Yeah, it's eat my no. Yeah, it's not eat my. No, hammer. when she's dying and she whispers in his ear, and it's inaudible. Oh, well, I thought and that's apparently, what she told him. Apparently. She, no one knows what she whispered in his ear, not even T-dubs. Oh. Okay, but I have the exclusive. I found out what she whispered in his ear. Okay, what she whispered in his ear? It's Thorbin time. What What is this now reaction I'm getting? It's like morphine time? You don't know what Morbin time is? No, it's Morbin time. Oh my god, it's like oh, okay, Boomer. What? Morph Mor- Morpheus? Or Mo- Morbius movie? The Morbius movie? How many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? Couldn't make it through without having I wanna throw something that. at you, but there's water in the vicinity of Okay, like, Morbius. Uh, Came yes. out right. Yes. Oh, yes. Morbid time. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. That. that what? A, Sony is so stupid. Lackluster reviews. It's a horrible movie. Have you seen it yet? No, I still haven't seen it. It's, but it gained revival. It was re released. Yeah, because of the internet trend. It's Morbid time. Right. Mm-hmm. Which leads us to the joke. It's That's, Thorbin time. It's Thorbin time. Right, but she wouldn't have told him that. Oh, my God. Why? That's such a... It's Thorbin time. It's closing time, dog. Dude. 
If she really did yell at Stormin' Time and then threw the hammer, that would be epic. When she said, eat my, I was like, no way. <laughs> I thought she was going to say box. <laughs> I was like, uh, yes, please. You know, when when you're about to have sex and, and you and you pull out that uh, that hammer, you just got to say it's Stormin' Time. Why? So that you can not have sex? <laughs> uh, Hiram, do you have anything that you'd wish to impart upon the viewers? I'm so tired. <laughs> no, uh, love you guys. Uh, I hope you guys have enjoyed these last couple episodes. Uh, I'm super happy to be back on the show. Uh, it's been not a while. back on. Well, yeah, it's, it's just, you yeah, never left. I, no, I know, but you're it's, not off the show. I'm not. <laughs> Serve my suspension. And I feel like I've, I should be let back on for good behavior. No, uh, it's just it's been fun. Uh, we had a really good time. Uh, Twenty four hour trip to Miami. To to pod to pod to pod. Never and been now, done before. And now I will sleep the whole way back. I hope there's nobody next to me. Has anyone ever taken a trip to Miami, just to podcast all day? I may be the first person to do it. I may have been the first person to do something in Miami. You are a fucking pioneer, sir. Mm. Well, I couldn't have done it without my good friends today. I fucking love you, bro. I love you, man. Um, it was super fun. Um, we uh, we set out to do exactly what we said we were gonna do. Um, and uh, I'm I'm glad that. Uh, that I was able to come down here and, and uh, you know, we'll see how it goes moving forward. More things soon come. What? Stay tuned. I, I don't know. If I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 so I'm tired. tired too, bro. I've been, I'm so tired. I've been, I've been with you for 24 hours. 25 now. This is like I'm somewhere in between being drunk, Right, like I haven't drank at all since I've been here, but like I'm just saying, like I've been up. I'm like delirious at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, this ride up, gonna be fun, guys. I'm gonna miss you, bro. I love you. I'm gonna miss you too, buddy. Thank you so much, man. Uh, truly, pick me up. Been a great host since I've been here. Uh, the studio space is phenomenal, by the way. I want to tell you, it looks great. Uh, everybody says it when they walk in here because it's super cool what you know you've been able to do. Um, and uh, I can't wait to do some more. Hopefully, soon we'll I'll be uh, a little bit more of a presence on the show again once uh, we can do the long distance potting. Yeah, well, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about how, how that's gonna look. Yeah. Yeah, um, but uh, super, super excited and uh, love you guys. Hit him with it, Matthew. He's the best. I love you. From Shrooms to Skyrim with Matthew and Hiram.